0: wake up west georgia it's time for the podcast powered by coffee and mountain dew the morning five with bryce sparling and billy lindahl
1: wake up west georgia it's time for your favorite morning podcast it's the morning five for thursday september 15th 2022 and as always it's still brought to you by the Parian lawyers nobody wakes up thinking man I hope I hire a lawyer today, but hey,
0: life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers, with
1: offices in Carrollton and Bremen, personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between.
0: Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results.
1: Bryce, today is National Double Cheeseburger Day. Where is the best place to get a double cheeseburger in your opinion?
0: The best place I have ever had a cheeseburger is at a small trailer uh next to my house in a Shell parking lot. It's a it's a burger joint called Jerry's. Most people from around here know it, they've, they've they've been there, they've heard of they you know they know what's all about um but they have some of the best hamburgers i have ever had in my entire life so if you're ever around the villarica area go to the shell gas station across the street from the tanner hospital and there is a single wide trailer in the corner to your right uh, it's called jerry jerry's jerry's hamburgers uh, and they have the best double cheeseburger. I have. Al- they also have fantastic hot dogs, but their double cheeseburgers are phenomenal. Yeah.
1: I, I'm trying to think. There was a place down in LaGrange when I was in college that was phenomenal. And I can't remember the name of it for the life of me right now. Oh, God. It was... They had the best double burgers, double cheeseburgers man, like, ever. Um.
0: Burger Chick out in Tallapoosa does a good job too with double cheeseburgers. They're uh, they're pretty good. Um, if you're talking about a chain, like a chain restaurant, I think the best double cheeseburger I've had at like a chain restaurant is probably Red Ramen. They uh they usually have some pretty good burgers, which I didn't know. I uh, was it on this podcast or where were we talking about it that we actually have Red Robins in Georgia? I didn't know that. I thought they were only up north.
1: Yeah, I think we were talking about it on this
0: podcast. Yeah, I think we found out there's like four in Georgia like one in Atlanta Augusta Savannah right. and Dahlonega I think or something like that uh, but they, they do a pretty good double cheeseburger if you want to talk about chains but yeah best double cheeseburger I've ever had by far from Jerry's right down the road
1: last or yesterday afternoon the Braves fall to the Giants 4-1 and lose another series this is the first time the Braves have lost back-to-back series since May 13th through the 18th in the Padres Brewers series Um. Here's the good news. Somehow, the Mets got swept by the Cubs.
0: I was shocked when I saw that score this this morning from, from the Mets Wept Cubs game.
1: By the Cubs. Like what the hell? Okay, cool, perfect. Um, Braves remain a half game back. Yesterday, uh, the Robbie Grossman had the lone RBI. Uh, again, it it seems like. Almost every day, man, we're talking about Robbie Grossman with an RBI.
0: Underrated pickup at the trade deadline for AA once again.
1: Charlie Morton, uh, five and a third innings, gave up four runs, seven Ks um, in his outing. It's not ideal, but, you know, it is what it is.
0: It's kind of what you expect out of Morton at this point, right? I feel like we say this every single time Morton has an outing. It's almost the exact same stat line, you know? This is sort of just what you expected out of Morton because this is what he's given you I don't know the past probably six or seven times he's pitched is a a stat line like this every single night it's five innings it's six innings it's five innings five 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 and the earned runs are always around four they're between two and four Uh, so it's not great but it's not terrible you know and and Morton's probably gonna be a a fourth man in your playoff rotation or a third man in your playoff rotation. So, and he's a veteran, you know, he's one of those guys that when he gets to the playoffs, maybe he can turn it on and, and turn it up just a little bit. So I'm not going to say that I'm happy about his outings recently, but I'm not going to be overly concerned with how he's been pitching. That's fair. That's, that's entirely fair. Uh, Bryce, uh...
1: I know that you were busy this weekend, but did they get a chance to go down to uh, East Paulding and see the Kyle Sandy League?
0: Yeah, I caught a couple of games, man. They're coming off the Labor Day break. Uh, I believe there's only two more weekends left in the Kyle Sandy League. Um, once again, dude, from noon to 6, they just had a litany of fantastic basketball, and a lot of the West Georgia kids are showing out up there. So uh, we're going to run down some of the leaders in some of the statistical categories for the Kyle Sandy Fall League. Uh, Men's scoring, O'Brien Watkins is number four right now with 14.4 points per game out of Carrollton. Men's assist leader, Jay Harding at number five, averaging three assists per game for Central. Central's really starting to put it together, man. That's a team that early on in this league looked a little lost, but I feel like over the past couple of games that Central's really started to figure something out and started to put stuff together. And I'm excited to see them in the regular season, see how much different they look when the regular season starts to win the beginning of this Kyle Sandy fall league started. So They're it starting to min- get
1: some chemistry in them. And, you yeah, know, just playing playing together, I think that chemistry is starting to, to pick up.
0: And I don't know, I don't know if Central has any kids that are going to be playing basketball that are on playing football right now. You know, I would assume there might be one or two kids. So they might get some roster additions in that way. Uh men steals leader Keyshawn Pace and Eli Pippins are one and two for Carrollton. That defense is insane. They are both averaging 3.6 steals per game. Billy, some of the best, best defense I've seen in high school basketball in a long time is being played right now by the Carrollton Trojans out there. I hope they can keep that up and carry it over into the season because if they can, that is going to be a massive, massive weapon.
1: Yeah, no, no freaking doubt. I mean, what Carrollton's been doing, it's not just on, um, I know it's, you, we were just talking about the men's steals leaders, but the women's, you know, early on, it was, um, Who was it? It was Gracie Biden um, or Byford uh, that was doing such a great job with steals. She was leading the league almost. Um, And I mean, it's defense is starting to play a massive role right now. And and that's why I think a lot of the high school game is is so um, low scoring. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's the defense. We've been playing out here on the west side is it's some of the best in the state. Uh, For the women's side, women's scoring leaders, Agosa Abasui at number three with 12 points per game. Uh, Out of Carrollton and Amaya Frazier, number four right now in the league at 10.3 points per game for Villarica. Uh, Villarica is going to go as Amaya Frazier goes this year, I believe. Uh, Her, Kaya Swint, and uh, Byford are going to be a nice three-headed monster for the Villarica girls basketball team. It'll be interesting to see kind of how they gel throughout the season. Uh, The women's rebound leaders, Laura Mitchell for Carrollton, is number two at 8.4 rebounds per game. Amaya Fraser for Villarica is number four with 7.7 rebounds per game. And then Kaya Swint for Villarica is number uh, five out there with 7.6 rebounds per game. And then the women's assist leader, Agosa Abasui, is number five with two assists per game. That's pretty good when you can be in the top five in assists and number three in the league and scoring. That shows that you can score and facilitate, you get in on every single play. So there's only two more weekends, I believe, out there for the Kyle Sandy uh, East Paulding Fall League. Listen, it's five bucks to get in, and you get six hours of basketball, 12 games in six hours, and it is worth uh, every single penny you pay for it. Which means that uh, basketball is just around the corner. Right around the corner, baby. I'm surprised we haven't gotten some of the the, uh, schedules yet for teams because... I would assume it starts in probably November. I would think maybe they get the they get the week month of October and then probably somewhere around, I don't know, late November they would start up something like that. Somewhere around there,
1: sure, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get the uh, we'll get the roster. I mean, the rosters and the uh, schedules very soon. I'm sure. Um, I'll, I'll start reaching out to some of the coaches um, this week, so we'll get them
0: we'll get them quickly. And once again, I believe we're going to have some fantastic women's basketball out here on the west side. Uh, We're we're going to have a couple of good men's teams, but it seems like just about every single high school is going to roll out a very competitive women's basketball team.
1: Yeah, it's always a good thing. All right, uh, yesterday, Bryce, Atlanta United beat Orlando City 1-0. It's the first time with back-to-back victories that Atlanta United's had all season, um, which is... Absolutely insane. Tiago Almada scored in the 72nd minute, and we're gonna let you hear Mike Conte on the call. Ronald Hernandez keeps the
0: attack going, advancing it to Araujo, dribbling down the far touch line. He'll flick there to Almada. Almada dribbles parallel to goal, 30 yards away ahead to Goodman. Flick back to Almada and to the six. He dribbles, he shoots, SCORE! And Atlanta United in the 72nd minute. Have taken the one 0 lead. Gotta love Mike Conti, <laughs> dude. He's so great at what he does. Almost, you can hear it. He almost broke the, spe- almost blew out the uh, his mic or his speaker or whatever that he was calling it on. That happened a couple times last night where Conti got so excited that like it hit the limiter or whatever, and like you, it just distorted everything. It was fantastic.
1: He, uh, I was listening. I was on my way to Sissy's last night, and he, uh, in the at the post game, he goes. That was the first time I almost had a heart attack in like three years. <laughs> That's
0: amazing. <laughs>
1: so that was how good of a game that was. Uh, Orlando statistically should have beaten us. Uh, they they were better at possession and in shots. But you know sometimes it's not all about statistics as much as you and I love statistics. Uh, but
0: and how many is times has little... that happened to Atlanta United the opposite way? We dominate shots. We dominate possession and we come away with a loss it's nice to be on the other end of that spectrum you know we don't lead in shots we don't lead in possession but we do lead in the score which is the only thing that matters right
1: uh there are three games left they're two points out of the playoffs two of the final three games are against the number one team in the east and the number three team in the east so we do have an uphill um hill to climb but you know what let's go get it let's go get into the playoffs. wasn't uh, – who's the the eighth seed right now that we're fighting uh, to get behind?
0: The eighth seed right now is Inter-Miami CF. So Columbus Columbus is the seventh seed at 41 points. FC Cincinnati is the sixth seed at 42. Uh, and then four and above, we, we really can't catch. So, you know, we're, we're trying to pass Inter-Miami, trying to catch and knock out Columbus and possibly – Uh, catch FC Cincinnati and you know Orlando City sitting there in the five spot too, just kind of waiting there so theoretically I believe uh, we can get up to the fifth spot so we need I would say we need at least seven points from these next three games and it's gonna be tough man I mean you're playing the Union which are the number one team in all of MLS uh, and then you're playing the Red Bulls who at times can you know Runoff games where they score four or five goals and they look really good. And then in between that, you play the New England Revolution, uh, who I believe statistically are still in the playoffs. But we should we should handle pretty well. The only the only downside is Billy is that the teams we're chasing Columbus Crew FC, Cincinnati, and Orlando SC. They all have a game in hand. They've only played thirty games, whereas we played thirty one. Nah. Um, yeah. So we're gonna need some help uh, above us. We're still t- statistically in it. But we are going to need some help to make it a bit more reliable that we're gonna we're gonna get to the playoffs. So, well, let's just win
1: out and and do everything we can, and then Boom. just say we'll we'll, we'll finish out those this way.
0: I like it. I, I, I like that. Uh, I like that plan, Billy. <laughs> I, I do like that plan. Uh, on the Marines South scoreboard from last night, only two softball games happened around the area. Bowden beat Model ten to two. Sidney Lowen went two for three with a big bomb off of the center field fence. Charlie Whitman went four for four with three RBIs. Carly Charlie Kitt- Whitman. Carly Whitman. And Michaela Nunn and uh, Caroline Huggins went three for four on the night, both driving in multiple runs. Uh, and then Heard uh, County last night beat Central three to nothing, which I'm sure was an absolute fantastic game. Is that this, like, that's
1: back to back games in terms of. Heard County beating our local teams that Heard County has beaten a really like a damn good Villarica team yeah. and then the a really good uh, central team so I mean Heard County is like we're not scared of you
0: and and from what I've heard uh, Carrollton has one of the best or probably the best softball team in the area just from my buddy that does a lot of umpiring uh, and Heard County only lost them 5-4 to four, and that's a, that's a 1A school taking on a 7A school so, yeah, Hurd County, don't don't let the record fool you. Hurd County's 9-6. and six. Don't let that record fool you. They are a fantastic team, uh, and they do get revenge for that loss they had earlier in the season, 7-5 to five, to Central back in back when the season started. Yeah. And, and on the uh, Stumpet Games and Events calendar tonight, we got a full slate softball trying at Bowden at 530, Bremen at Lafayette at 5, Southeast Whitfield, at Central at 5.30, uh, Carrollton at Herd County at 5.30. Oh, my, that's going to be a great game. Mount Zion at Christian Heritage at 5.30, Temple at Landmark Christian at 5.30, and Villarica at Banneker at 5.55. For volleyball tonight, Carrollton is at Stars Mill, and they will play Stars Mill and Eagles Landing at 5.30. Central is at East Polding, and they will play play East Polding and another opponent that we're not sure of yet at 5 o'clock. Herd County is at Pike County. They will play Pike County and one more opponent that we're also not sure about here at 5 o'clock. And then Villarica is at home, and they will play host to McKeacher at 5 o'clock.
1: And I will actually be going to a middle school football game and calling a middle school football game for Hometown Sports Media tonight. So
0: That's pretty cool, man.
1: Yeah, this is going to be a a fun little trip down to Central. I'll be doing the Central versus Villarica game,
0: so... Billy, off, off topic, but I'm just looking at the Herd County schedule. So they had Central last night. They have Hurd County tonight, and then they have Bremen on Monday. I mean, that's back-to-back-to-back to back to back, top ten. I mean, in the state.
1: I mean yeah, yeah excuse me.
0: So, yeah, Central last night, Carrollton tonight, and Bremen on Monday. I mean, it's three games back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, and all of them are in the top ten in the state. <laughs> Good. That's that's, that's what that's Matt crazy. Hornsby
1: does, and Matt Hornsby doesn't care. He's like, let's let's go get it. I, hey, I love
0: mate. that about it. I forget what head coach said it, but I absolutely love this mantra. You can either schedule wins or you can schedule games that'll get you better. I absolutely love that mantra in any sport you play. That was Timbo. Timbo. Love it. I Absolutely yep. love it.
1: All right. Let's get to another cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Bryce, staying with me. TJ. What?
0: what?
1: <laughs> won't require surgery for his torn left. Pectoral muscle and is expected to be Sidelined for around only around Six weeks that is the Best
0: case scenario for the Pittsburgh Steelers Dude what a uh, I thought he was out for the year when I Heard left yeah back, and I was like I'm like I'm pretty sure that's like a season Ending injury and that is not an easy comeback Injury Uh so yeah six Weeks man that's a win for Pittsburgh uh, And I I saw the six Games that they were playing Yesterday and now I can't remember who it was It was pretty Manageable So, yeah, TJ, what? Coming back this year for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Big win.
1: All right. After Robert Sarver investigation, LeBron James has come out and is very adamant. The NBA, quote, definitely got this wrong, unquote. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver says, I don't have the right to take away the Phoenix Suns from owner Robert Sarver. (sighs) Didn't they do this? Didn't didn't this happen with uh, what's-his-face in uh, Los Angeles?
0: Yeah, Balmer wasn't that his name? Yeah. The so why,
1: why was it okay to take it away then, but it's not okay to take it away now?
0: I don't know. To be honest with you, maybe uh, maybe he likes. I mean, you know, maybe Adam Silver actually likes Robert Saver or Sarver, and I, I don't know, man. This is this is really odd. You know, we kind of give the NFL crap for punishing people different ways for the same offense, or you know, an offense that's worse gets a lighter punishment. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a big fan. I mean, they find him ten million dollars, which is a drop in the bucket for this billionaire. They suspended him one year, so, uh, you know, I don't know. It's a very. It's a very odd situation. LeBron speaks out about it, and it's never good when it's. It's not a good look for the NBA when the biggest face in your you know company is speaking out against decisions that you're making. So I think they need to find some middle ground here, and if the sentiment is around the NBA that they don't want Robert Sarver to own the Suns, then that should be something that, that changes because you, you can't act the way he did in a professional setting. You just you cannot have that. So I understand where the players are coming from, honestly. I mean, it's it's ridiculous that all he gets is essentially a slap on the wrist. I mean, I know we think $10 million, but compared to what this billionaire makes, $10 million is a slap on the wrist. You, you, you don't want to work for a guy like that, honestly. I wouldn't want to work for a guy like that. And Right you know uh, he, uh, the 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 sexist misogynistic and racist stuff that sarver said in the emails i don't blame i don't blame these players for saying this i 1000% back the players here greg norman says the live tour has four networks
1: in bidding for a tv deal four different networks price you have to think NBC's in on it you have to think you know golf networks in on it
0: who else at this point nobody that's a lie there's not four. There's no way. There's four networks bidding for the LIV tour. Uh, it's the Golf Network. It's Speed Channel, and it's Spike TV. Those are those are the top three <laughs> networks that are. Um, I don't know, man. I, I I would maybe Fox, maybe ESPN. You know, I I don't know because you know ESPN lost the uh, or ESPN got the the PGA Tour live this year away from Amazon, or maybe Amazon's trying to get it to replace the PGA Tour live that they lost. Um. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see, man. I think it's. Maybe I think Fox. I think Fox will be it because. Are the, is there any golf on Fox at all? I don't think there is. Uh,
1: only around U.S. Open
0: time, I think. Yeah. So maybe it's Fox. Maybe Fox is trying to get in there and go up against some of the other some of the other guys. Or maybe it's Spike TV. Who knows? You know, maybe TNT. All
1: right. St. Louis Cardinals' with Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina make record. 325th start as a battery. That's insane. That's like, absurd, dude. 325 games is a lot for two people to play together. Like, a lot.
0: And they've been playing for quite some time. And they're really yeah. good at it, so. No I joke. mean, that's, 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 that's more. That's one game more than two complete seasons. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> uh, Adam Wainwright, what is he, 40-something years old? I think he's in his early forties. Yeah, are either one of these guys Hall of Famers? Yes. Okay. Which one? A Both thousand, of them. A thousand percent. Both of them
1: may be. I'm not sure about Wainwright. Uh, Yadi is definitely.
0: Okay. I'm I'm thousand percent on board with exactly what you said. I think Wainwright is. He might be borderline. He might have to wait. Yeah. Yadi. 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 In my opinion, should be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't think he will be. Uh, I think he's he's just so underappreciated, man. In my opinion. I, uh. But Yadi. Yadi should be a first ballot uh but he might not be but uh, yeah I think he's a lock for the Hall of Fame dude
1: Yadi has been so consistent for so long and he's he's just so good at what he does and I I'm so impressed with Yadi Germelina every time I be- see him
0: best catcher of the generation best catcher of our generation he's better than Piazza he's better than uh dull crap who's the Yankees catcher that was there for forever Posada Posada he's better than Posada uh Yachty is the greatest catcher of our generation, in my opinion. All right, Bryce, what's this next one about? Game of the week, baby, NFL game of the week. So every Thursday we're going to have the NFL game of the week, and then on Fridays we are going to have the high school and college game of the week. Each of us are going to pick a game that we're most excited about, not necessarily uh, probably the biggest game, but the game we're either most excited about or we think will be the most competitive. So this week for me, my game of the week is actually tonight at 8.15 on Amazon Prime Video. The Chiefs play host to the Chargers, Patrick Mahomes versus Justin Herbert. Both teams got a big win in week one. Chiefs right now are a four-point favorite, and the over-under is 54. I am super jacked to watch this game because I know it'll be absolutely fantastic.
1: Well, Bryce, you know, I'm interested to see just how Amazon does this. You know, this is the first time Amazon's doing um, their prime game of the week, which I can't wait to see what Al Michaels and Kirk Street can pull off. Um, so that's that's what I'm interested in seeing. All right. Uh, as far as my game of the week, I'm going to go looking at these real quick. I, I'm sorry. I came unprepared. Um, you know what? Let's Give me Bears-Packers. Um, oh, that'll be good. It's it's always a, a really good game rivalry-wise. And uh, it's Sunday night, 8-20. Um, kickoff, so
0: give me eight Bears Packers. One coming off a big week one win, and then the other one coming off of just a miserable week one loss. So, yeah. yeah. Two teams going in opposite directions. That'll be interesting. Right. I,
1: I basically just want to see can the Bears pull off two wins in a row after, you know, last week they, they won in a monsoon. And I also want to see if the Packers are as bad as we think thought they were after last week so yeah
0: they're uh they're they're
1: pretty bad all right finally in, in 1975 the first college football holy war notre dame beats boston college 17-3 in foxborough
0: bryce you got anything else nah man i'm good let's get out of here on a thursday let's do it let's get out of here on a thursday happy friday
1: junior everybody we hope that you have a great day. We've got another beautiful day in store here in the West Georgia area. Looks like uh tomorrow's gonna be just as pretty too. So for Bryce Bartling, I am Billy lindahl Have a great day everybody. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors!